Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Proudmouth. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help get you there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It's time to find a new perspective on what works, why, and how to move your business forward. Listen in as Matt Halloran interviews guest experts to help you be your own loud. Welcome to the inaugural live streaming, we hope it works, because we just decided to try this today, of the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm the CEO of Proudmouth and my, our CRO and our podcast guru, Matt Haller, and I are going to um, bring you some cool ideas on podcasting today. So our topic is five mistakes that keep podcasters from developing or building a loyal audience. And we have six points, which means we'll probably come up with 10 by the end of it. (laughs) But thanks for for joining us, everybody. And we're going to kick this off. One of the things that we hear a lot from, from advisors and from experts is, I've thought about doing a podcast, but I'm nervous or I don't know how to do it or I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm worried I won't be able to have a topic if I'm doing twice a month for a whole year. And there's some anxiety around that. The truth is is ideas come from all kinds of places. So this idea actually came from our social media from Jessica, who runs our social media here at Proudmouth. She had come up with some topics that she extracted from one of our either one of our episodes or just conversations with us. The topic she had as a social post, and she was getting asked to review it before me to review it before it went out. We were looking for a topic the other day, and she said, "I think you guys should talk about this." Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. added a little bit to it, and that's how it came to be. The neat thing is, is that I wasn't sure that this was a topic in and of itself for an episode, but sometimes you forget as an expert that sometimes the small stuff that you know and you take for granted that becomes a best practice that you don't really think about is really important to other people. We hope that when we share this with you, that this is something that that helps you out, helps you understand better how to overcome some of these things and how to how to set yourself up for success if you're thinking about starting a podcast. Matt and I are well over 300 episodes. We kind of know what we're talking about. We've we've used a podcast to grow our podcast business. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, we just launched Influence Accelerator Academy, which you can get to going to proudmouth.com forward slash academy, or just go to proudmouth.com. The academy is uh, plastered all over the website. And the idea there is all the stuff that we teach you here in our podcast, we actually have courses on exercises. We're building a team of vetted experts to come in and teach around other areas that we're not experts in or we're, we don't go as deep in. So why don't we just dive into these, these key points for people, sure. which are the five mistakes that keep podcasters from building a loyal audience. Yeah. First off, I feel like I'm in trouble because you just called me Matthew and I, I can't even remember the last time you actually did that, dude. But I want to talk about something else very, very quickly in the lead up to this, Kirk, which is the depth and breadth of knowledge that we have because we've just done so many of these and we built this very highly organized academy is really different, right? I mean, I I was on the phone call. I was just telling you about this uh, yesterday uh, with this with this young guy who can't afford our, our premium services. So I talked to him about the academy, but I just kept telling him what he needed to do. And he's like, Matt, I have analysis paralysis here. I, I can't get off these steps. And so I walked him through and said, okay, here's step one, step two, step three. And he was very, very grateful. And, and I was really grateful because it just gave us an opportunity to live out our mission here, right? Is to help experts get their voice out into the marketplace. 
And most importantly, our, one of our major focuses this year, and especially this month when this podcast comes out, is is helping female financial services professionals get their voice out into the marketplace. We know that there is a strong desire to have that connection. And we also know that our female podcasters that we had over the years have a way better podcast in general because of the level of intimacy, because of how women know how to listen intrinsically better than men to make some gross generalizations that have been proven out by science. But that's that's really, really important for us. And I think the first concern that we have is something called pod fade. And the concern with pod fade is very, very simple. It's what Kirk talked about, about making sure that you have a good run rate. So the biggest thing that that stops people from having a lawyer listenership is that they don't have enough podcasts and they're not putting them out on a timely basis. But it also is important for you to understand that before you ever hit record, you should have 12 to 24 podcast topic ideas on a freaking sheet of paper so that you have the confidence and know that you have the longevity that you'll need to build this loyal following. But it's crazy. One of the things that I've heard our podcast coaches and our, our team here at Proudmouth talk about is that when advisors get rolling, which is most who really get into it, they can't stop the topics from flowing once they once they understand who they're communicating to, what people are, are liking, and once they get comfortable with it. So talk about that if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. I was talking to one of our newer clients yesterday. We just he's just such a great guy. His name's David and he says, Matt, I have five hundred topics written down. I'm like, what are you, are you freaking kidding me? He's like, look, it's like something happens at work. And I'm like, there's a podcast topic. And so I said to him, I said, so it's that easy. And he said, Matt, when you keep podcasting top of mind, you're going to realize that just about anything can be a topic. And you look for them, which engages the people that he's talking to more and more because he gets this kind of excitement when he's talking to clients or centers of influence. And they're like, well, why, why are you all geeking out? And he's like, because this is going to be a great podcast. And that's the sort of stuff that we talk about, especially with organic marketing, that will make it so that people are going to be as excited as you are about listening to their podcast. Yeah. The first key point is, it, it might seem obvious, but disappearing is a huge problem if you're trying to build a loyal audience. Just talk a little bit about what that what that means and the implications. When people, people are fiercely loyal to podcasts. And if all of a sudden you're there one day and you're not putting out new material the next, the problem is for you is they're not going to just be like, oh, I want to go listen to the past episodes. They're going to find somebody else who's depositing knowledge into the karmic pool of podcasting. And that's super, super, super important. And you need to do it on a consistent basis. So something that we do here and we teach in the academy, but that we do here with our existing clients is we release on a schedule so that we build that schedule in so that your audience knows that every Tuesday or Thursday or Wednesday or whatever we decide on, that podcast is going to drop. that's vitally important to make sure that you have that consistent because even if you have 10 listeners or 10,000 listeners, they're going to be looking for that drop on that day. I'm just smiling because I I know how squirrely some of the people on our team, particularly Robin gets it where (laughs) close and on a a launch, you're supposed to send it out and we're too close or we need another topic. Jessica was blasting us making sure we have another topic and we have two podcasts now which makes it the demand and the timing a little different, not difficult, just different. So there's a cool stat that 90% of podcasts 
that start don't get past 10 episodes. Yeah. And that is a staggering <laughs> indictment on, on what we're trying to talk about here. If you decide you're going to do a podcast, make sure you understand what it entails. If you don't know what it entails, go to the Academy, right. sign up for some of our podcasting courses. Yeah. We tell you everything we've got. We've even got white papers on it. We have a huge guidebook. I think it's 30 pages. It's formatted well. So it's really easy to get through. If you want to get through it quicker, understand that if you're going to start a podcast, the idea is to stay, stick with a podcast. And I don't mean for a couple months, it's really going to be years Yeah. for, in our experience, we're talking about two years and we were pumping them out before we started really seeing yep. repeatable opportunities and engagement and interactions with people. You got to bank on it taking some time, mm-hmm. right? Another huge mistake, and I'll cue you up for this one, is is inconsistency. Podcast listeners love knowing what day new episodes will yep. release on. You already talked about that. Yep. That way they can count on it. If you aren't consistent, they'll they're creatures of ha- people are creatures of habit listeners, especially podcast listeners, yeah. and they will move on to the next thing. So if you don't feed them, they'll go elsewhere to be fed. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. So Sunday morning, early in the morning is when some people listen to three or four podcasts in a row, drinking their coffee, looking out the back window, whatever it happens to be, going for a walk, working out at the gym, that's their thing. Mm -hmm. If you're not there and they were expecting you to be there, that can turn into a problem. There are different reasons to use a podcast. Being there for everybody on a consistent basis isn't the only reason or way to use a podcast. But if that's part of what you want to be for people, uh, consistency is huge. The next one is trying to make your podcast appeal to everyone instead of a specific or niche audience. Oh my gosh. A long time ago, there was a show called Parks and Rec, which is a great television show. And if if you haven't watched it, uh, make sure you, well, it was a while ago, dude. Yeah. I know. We're we're getting old, brother. I mean, that, that was like 10 years ago. It's like time speeds up. (laughs) Well, one of the things that was interesting, you have to get past the first season because the first season was a little rough. But Tom, who's one of the great characters on there, who's like the super techie guy, was talking about how there's a podcast for everything. And here's the thing. There is a podcast for everything. So you can't be the everything podcast. And the example that he uses is that he and his friend John Raffio have a podcast on nachos. They rate nachos on the podcast. That's the level of specificity you need to have with your podcast. You can't be a generalist with a podcast because you don't have the reach. You don't have the money. You don't have the ability to connect with that many people like like a Joe Rogan, Hardcore History, Ira Glass, any of those things like the one that you love, the Smartless Podcast. All, all of those are, are things that you don't have the budget. You don't have the reach. You don't have the network. So you, the level of specificity is important. And we believe from a business perspective that it's the only way to podcast. And I'll give Give you a couple of good examples. We've got one called Doctor's Eyes Only, which is a newer podcast that we just started with a client, and it's literally about physicians. Now, you could think that it could be optometrists, which is true, it could be, but it's just focused on on being a physician. We, we've got another one that's about Rochester health systems. We've got another one that's uh, business owners in the Hyatt or business employees upper level employees in the Hyatt Hyatt chain of hotel system. And we've got another one on technology. So so when we're helping you set up a podcast, we teach this in the academy. When we help you set this up, we ask those questions because the more level of specificity isn't limiting your market because you can still send it to your existing clients, but it's focusing yep. your market so that when people want to click, they can. We did a podcast quite a while ago, probably around 
episode 150 or something, then we're, this is going to be 280 something. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about what advisors miss out on niche marketing, like the assumptions they make and how they miss out. Yeah. There's another way to look at this too. We're working right now with our, our outsourced digital marketer who's going to be bringing people into our academy. But we're talking about the idea that, I'll give you an example, proudmouth.com. Our mantra, our purpose is to free the world's experts from sales. And, and we do that by creating influence of people, become raving fans. And when they're ready to do business, they chase you down or hunt you down mm -hmm. so that they can talk to you. We see that. It's not the only way that we get clients, but it's increasingly becoming the predominant way we, we get clients. That is what we want for, that's a huge part of, of the outcomes of what we do. Having said that, experts is a, isn't necessarily a niche. I mean, it's a lot of people. Um, we're going to use niche marketing to go after those specific people. Right, absolutely. Now, this podcast is is more niche, but there are still a lot of financial advisors. We sure. could only work with RIAs. We could only work with insurance. We could only work, we could approach RIA, larger RIAs, IMOs, or so many different angles, right? If you have content that is niche, is a niche expertise, and the people in in a number of different niches would get that, then you can market, have landing pages, and you can do paid ads yeah. if you want to do that. Or you can use words and, and you can tag and you can do things like that. So there are other ways to be niche. Having said that, the specificity of what you talk about and what you know and, and how it relates to them has to be engaging and intriguing. Mm -hmm. So if you so what we're saying is if you just want to work with doctors, it it doesn't have to just be a certain type of doctor if other doctors are going to get equally get as much out of what you're doing. Right. But you can still go after certain specialized areas of specialization or groups of associations and things like that when you're attracting them and, and communicating to them. So the idea is that you might have 50 or a hundred different personas that you speak to online who are varying levels of ready to work with you or not, or very various levels of knowledge or, or different areas of specialization And your marketing and landing pages can be the specificity and then go back to slightly more general website, if that makes sense. Yep. We don't want to make you feel like you can only the specificity of who you want to work with is to such a degree that you feel like your your audience is too limited. You can get very it's a bit of an art and a science to figuring it out. And that's why digital marketing, when you're talking about it and you're thinking about doing a podcast, I'm over the well, I'm the heck out of everybody talking about this, is to step back and figure out how you're going to make advances and grow. And what you can do and what you can implement, I'm probably getting into our summary, but I'm going to back out of that. So the next point is trying to make your podcast about everything. Yep, You've really already answered that. And, mm -hmm. and maybe some of the things we're keeping focused, inspiring the right people. Yep. Another one that we talk a lot about is if you increase, when you focus on your niece expertise, you can really increase your value yeah. more than your can you talk about that for a minute? Yeah, and I love that. It's it's amazing when you're podcasting and you're hyper focused on a specific niche, you can get uh, amazing amounts of value. Let's go from a okay. I want to focus on retirees, so there's like that's not a niche. The next level would be retirees who work at Verizon. 
right? So let's go ahead and go there. The, the amount of value that I could add to a Verizon listener by talking about their employee compensation, if they've got options, what their benefit program looks like, if they're offering buyouts, all of those pieces, all of the sudden, I'm talking so directly to you that you're going to get so much value from my podcast that why wouldn't I listen, especially if you kind of get a little outside of Verizon, which by the way, we do through our nine podcasting growth tactics. There are other things that you can do after you build that base that allow you to expand, which is literally what Kirk and I are doing. Proudmouth specifically, this new podcast, the Be Your Own Loud podcast, we have so many listeners now and we've built this strong base of loyal fans that we can go one concentric circle out from a niche perspective or a niche perspective to make it so that we're going to be able to hit more people. You can do the exact same thing. And just to wrap this up, if you accelerate your your influence utilizing the system that you can learn in the academy or from us, it, that amount of time that it took Kirk, Kirk said two years, it was really four guys. It was four. We made a lot of mistakes within the first two years of our podcast. We've honed that, gotten better. And over the last two years where we do what we teach you to do, this is what we overall uh, get to do. Why do you think some of the mistakes are that we made in our podcast in the first couple of years? One, well, I just me as a guest potentially. Well, I, I think uh, first off, we were not. What here? Here's the number one thing that we did terribly. The biggest mistake that we made was not being aggressive with the guests that we had. So that was the biggest mistake we had. Man, we had so many amazing guests on in our first hundred podcasts. I mean, our hundred podcast was with Michael Kitsis, right? And man, I never went back after that dude and was like, dude, did you share it? Come on, I want you know, hey, pump it out, pump it out. You know, we didn't have a nurture. We have nurture sequences now to go back to all of our clients. I reach out to them. We connect on social media. We're doing a new tagging thing. I mean, all of these different pieces that we're doing now has made it so that that we're getting so much more impact with our podcast now than we ever would have had previously. That was one of the biggest mistakes. We also, here's the other thing, Kirk, is we weren't very strategic, which we're really strategic now. Our first hundred podcasts, it was like, oh, you want to be on our podcast? Woohoo! And there were some people who sucked, dude. Some of them actually never got published. I don't know if everybody knows that. Dude, I'm totally throwing people under the bus. We didn't publish some podcasts because they were so bad. We're way more strategic now. We've got a great content calendar. We didn't have a very strong call to action. That was the other thing that... that Kirk, that was what kicked a lot of our early podcasters that that we worked with from the beginning. We didn't talk to them about having a strong CTA. And now that we do and they do, man, we're getting a lot more impact, a lot more listeners and a lot more people doing what you talk about, which is to reach out. I think one of our biggest mistakes is we didn't have, we just improved our brand. We should have done that sooner. Yeah. But things happen at the right time, right? You have to be yeah. ready. And we were, but I think the biggest problem is we didn't have this cool swag. I know, dude, the swag is awesome. Yeah. If you send us your shipping address we'll make sure you get one yeah direct direct message me on on linkedin if you guys want one of these cool cool hats man the dork is you that's maybe i don't want one but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you actually jump right into the next point which is to sell selling and making offers junior podcast yeah and that was that we didn't do a good enough job and as you know from if you've been paying attention to this live streaming actually we should have a commercial right now so if you don't know we launched Influence Accelerator Academy recently, and that is a place to go learn about how to be how to, how to achieve a better mindset with marketing. There's different levels. You, you get obviously more as you go, and more interaction with us at the highest level, and peers who are doing podcasting or becoming influencers. But the academy is all about you know, learning the stuff that from the right people. 
the people are vetted, been around. You know, we've been doing this for 20 years, not podcasting, but but financial marketing and branding and digital marketing and all that kind of stuff. If you want help, we're going to be bringing in some really amazing vetted experts to add more value, create courses. We're getting a lot of really neat people who want to come in and provide courses. We have a very strong due diligence. We really have to know people for some time, go through their stuff and make sure it really fits the the mindset that we think is appropriate for this audience to, to learn about. doesn't mean we're not going to have people that only fit what what we think we need as a company, but what we think you need. If you want to go to proudmouth.com forward slash academy, that's how you learn a little bit more about that. So having talking about offers, there's a lot of value in that. We have a free version of that, by the way. Yeah. It's not just us asking for stuff from you. We're trying to give back there. And our plans are quite affordable, hey, given how much time. I have a question. This is ridiculous for me to ask you live, uh, but are we giving away the, the swag to people who are in the academy? If you're uh, one of the first 50 people to sign up for a paid account with the academy, drop your your shipping address uh, as a private direct message to info at proudmouth.com, and we will make sure that the first 50 yeah. get a hat shipped to them. Okay. Man, when you wear this, you're even if you're not cool like me, all of a sudden you're I get people ask me about this hat all the time, by the yeah. way. And um, the hat um, has special fibers in it that make you a better marketer. <laughs> okay, so, so I think we just made the point that being able to talk to people and give them more stuff like papers and, and listen to yeah. other we talked about going back to other episodes we've done today. Mm-hmm. Those things are really important. Now I'm going to go to our, our last point, which is not having an outline. Matt and I are kind of spitballing a little bit today with that because Matt shut down everything on his computer. <laughs> Usually we share an outline. Yeah. Mindmeister.com. It's a great mind mapping tool, but just talk a little bit about how important it is to have an outline. So there are two schools of thought here, and I just had this conversation yesterday, and, and it's fun because something about podcasting everybody and talking to people about who you are and what you do is you get to practice, right? And so I'm on the call with this dude. He was asking me about outlines. And I said, look, you know, Kirk and I are perfect examples of the two polar opposites of podcasting. Kirk, well, you're actually not polar opposite. So, so we have the scripters, right, which we never recommend. Don't ever read a script. Dear God, that's the worst thing you can possibly do. And in the middle is the scripting, which is where Kirk lives. Kirk, I'm sorry, in the outline. That's where Kirk lives. Kirk loves to have an outline. Keeps him organized, keeps him on track. Absolutely. But then you have me, and I I come from the Larry King philosophy of podcasting, which not everybody can pull off. All right. So here here's here it is. I'm 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 really interested. Right. So Larry King just passed away, by the way, a couple of days ago. Surprisingly enough, he was like 4,000 years old. And he, by the way, looked 4,000 years old ever since he was like 22. But Larry King was interviewed. And in fact, he was getting blasted by another interviewer about how unprepared Larry is when he comes to a podcast or for when he comes to a show. And Larry said, and I believe this in my core, is I come to a podcast as my listeners come to a podcast. I want to ask the questions that I know my listeners want to ask. If I read your book, read all your papers and all of these sorts of things, I'm going to come in with more knowledge than I should. And so therefore, I come to it with the eyes of a child. Not saying I don't prepare. I want to be very clear about that. I know who the hell you are. I know what's on your website. I'm just not going to spend the time because, again, I want to have you say something and me say, 
well, I don't know anything about that. If you're a talented interviewer, you're you a great amount of curiosity and you know how to frame questions. And most importantly, you're a really good listener. I'm not as good a listener, which is part of the reason I like to be prepared because I always have the outline to go back on if, and it's not that I'm a good listener. It's just that I'm I think a lot, a lot of things trigger me, my brain to go start thinking and brainstorming and you never know when it's going to (laughs) happen. And and I'm so aware of it now that when I'm meeting new people and we're doing a zoom call, I'll actually say, look, if you see my face turn and you're thinking you just lost me, it's usually that you just gave me, said something that's got me thinking yeah. and I'm just trying to work my way to shut it back down so I can be a good listener again. And now that sounds horrible, but just people are just wired. No, it's, it's, it is. People are wired differently. Uh, and in Kirk, this is why we have such a, a fun partnership from a business perspective, because we're both very different people and how our brains work. Yeah. I have done so many interviews and podcasts in my, not just time here, but when I was a therapist and when I was a coach, all of that stuff, my whole existence was interviewing. Plus, I'm a professionally trained therapist where listening is something you actually take in grad school. My ability to pivot, my ability to do some of this stuff is not normal, which is why I was joking with somebody earlier this week, which she's like, wow, you're, you're just so damn excited about this. And you, you just seem to really enjoy it. I'm like, look, I can't believe I have a job doing this. Like, this is like uh, my happy place is this. This is my happy place. Interviewing people, learning from new people. And not everybody is like that. And we don't expect you to have that level of curiosity. But it's funny because we, we, it does develop over time. So I'm going to talk about Larry real quick because Larry is a great example. I met with Larry yesterday. Larry's our oldest client. We talk about Larry often because he's had great success. Yeah, as a client, not our oldest. Oh, no, no, no. Larry, from the first time I had a coaching call with him, which was a couple of years ago, to now, his love of interviewing people has exponentially increased. He's like, Matt, if I could do this stuff. So he does it now, not just, by the way, he doesn't just do it with podcasting, but he also has two mastermind groups that he runs. And all he does is facilitate and ask questions. And he's like, Matt, I never thought that I would enjoy this as much as I do. And podcasting opened those doors for him. And again, this is why we have professional hosts, everybody. You, there are people in our organization who their whole existence is asking you questions. You don't have to be that expert host because we're going to have an expert with you, which is really what I do with Kirk. My job with Kirk most of the time is I interview him and I bring him back in line when, when he chases rabbits. Because And that's a lot of times where the brilliance is. We do provide you with that support. Now, we don't really have a lot of training on that uh, in the academy as of now, full disclosure, because I don't know how to train that, Kirk. Maybe maybe you can help me figure that out at some point. By the way, Jay thinks that swag as a CTA is a great idea. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Oh, and Paul Thompson also said that it was a great show and he appreciates uh So he's on too. So a couple of our actual friends has found us on LinkedIn and, and, and are messaging us, which is which is super fun. So, all right, Kirk, well, we should probably wrap this up, brother. We're uh, past 30 minutes. About, about podcasting and building a loyal audience is engaging people. We don't do a lot of this, but I think we have to get better at it. Is, is, so we're off to another idea here. Make people feel part of what you're doing because they they are part of what you're doing, right? You're trying to speak to them, answer their questions, talk to the people that love what you do and are advocates. Make sure that you ask, you know, I know that some people, I think this was Michael Kitz's, I saw this yesterday. I'm going to have so-and-so as a guest. What do you want to know from Mm -hmm. them? And ask a question. We don't do a lot of that. 
But if Jessica is still listening, maybe we can do a little bit more of that. <laughs> I want to bring this back to something else, Kirk, that I just totally spaced on, which is part of our mission here at, at Proudmouth is to help women get their voice out into the marketplace, right? And it's not just financial services professionals, even though that this was this podcast about female experts in general. And if you've listened to all of the little morsels that we've dropped in here, and if you're a woman who's listening to this or know somebody who is a woman in financial services who should have their own podcast, all of what we're saying are things that women just generally do better than men. Yeah. And so we're trying to reinforce that with everybody, being hyper-focused, shutting up and listening, making sure that you're providing great value, talking about the podcast, sharing it with your network. These are things that are very, very good to do. And we believe that podcasting is an incredibly powerful way for people to scale their influence. What do you got? Some, uh, can we name a few of the women podcasters? Absolutely. Other ones that we know too. Uh, Marcy Bear, who actually doesn't work with us, but she has her own podcast, is phenomenal. A phenomenal. She does socially responsible investing. She's really, really great. We've got Esther Sabo, who, who's with us. She runs a brilliantly intuitive podcast that's just so well done. And you get to feel who Esther is in every episode, which is just fantastic. Erica Cummings. Yep. Erica Cummings. Cummings. Yeah. From RBC. Some other people that we know that do podcasts, Tina Powell is yeah. one I've been listening to. Rebecca Auerham no. from 401k Marketing. And then one of our newest ones, who, by the way, is blowing up on LinkedIn, which is which is Deirdre Van Nest. And it's called Crazy Good Crazy Podcast. Good Talks. Crazy Good Talks Podcast. It's Crazy Good Talks Podcast, yeah. Yeah, she's so. amazing. Long, long story short here, if we missed you, we still love you. It's just, you know, we're not going to try to go any farther on time here because we need to wrap this up in five minutes. Kirk, why don't you go ahead? Is there any final points that, that you have? Is LinkedIn kicking us off? Well, no, but but come on. We should have a final it's stop to Sloan. this, dude. Nell Sloan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Podcast. She's a great one. Yeah, hers is so deep, man. I mean, you you got to, if you want to understand options and in freaking commodities, she's, she's killing it. Kimberly Grigo Keel. Oh, Kimberly, yeah. Oh, she's the best one for the whole pick a fight strategy that we have. If anybody wants to know more about that, they should message us. Yeah, I'm looking through the list to make sure. I don't want to leave anybody out. And, and Dana, Dana just messaged us through through LinkedIn. Uh, Dana, all you have to do is uh, just you can message me and I'll send you a link on our calendar, my calendar, and you and I can do some noodling. If you want to start a podcast, and you can either join our academy or, or I'll just meet with you and, and help you get it set up. So, I've got Rachel Rasmussen from Foster and Motley. Yeah, as Foster well. and Motley. Yeah, yeah. Anyone? That's a different format of a podcast. We don't talk about that very often because they actually have multiple advisors on each of those podcasts. So a multi-advisor firm can still utilize our services for thought leadership and help have all of their advisors rise above the noise. Yeah. And you mentioned Rebecca Horahan. Yep, yeah. Brown. Yeah. Horahan. Yeah. She's amazing. I've learned from her every time I talk I, I or every time I have the, the honor to, to talk with her. She's so, uh, brilliant. Uh, Thanks for sharing all that wisdom today, Matt. I'm going to wrap up with a few final thoughts okay. here. Is that like anything in life and business, if you decide that you want to start something, make sure you're prepared to follow through with it and be consistent. That's where the repeatable results take time in marketing and in life. Stick to the process, commit to it, do a good job. Don't be afraid. You're going to get better. You're not going to be nearly as good when you start as when you're 10 episodes in, five, 50 episodes in, 100 episodes in. You just, it takes time, but don't worry about it and, and stop worrying about somebody 
listening to the 100th and then going back and listening to the first and judging you because they won't. In fact, I think the opposite will happen. Yeah. They'll feel, they'll be like, wow, they've grown so much. There are people who send me texts and say, that was the best show you've done yet. Yeah. And it's not one or two people. It's multiple people. They care and they love being a part of that. So that's part of, of showing your personality uh, and being authentic. And that is the true, one of the true superpowers of podcasting is to feel connected to people, right? Feel connected like you're, you're eavesdropping on a conversation in a coffee shop with people. It is a bit one way, but you can make it two way by asking us questions and we'll answer your questions, right? It's not easy to, to reach out and find us on, on LinkedIn. Focus on only starting what you can actually sustain and stop worrying and you can build if you need to and then focus on momentum what are the things that you can do to focus on momentum in your business and just keep building momentum momentum is always going to learn work out to be results and in, in the activity and outcomes that you want we'll focus on that stuff so today we were talking about the mistakes that podcasters make uh that keep them from being loyal podcasters good luck with everything thanks so much for joining us here on the top advisor marketing podcast Again, uh, we'd love you to subscribe to our podcast. I know this is live streaming, but it will be turned into a podcast as well. That's a top advisor marketing podcast. You can find that on proudmouth.com. Our new podcast is called Be Your Own Loud. That's for more uh, general experts across various industries. Please, please go check out our academy, which is Influence Accelerator Academy. We have three different levels of memberships, a ton of content, and that thing is the more people come the more we can we can focus on growing it and adding more and more content it's going to be a wonderful place signing off uh kirk Owen, matt halloran or matthew i like to call him sometimes thanks for listening to the top advisor marketing podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. if you want to learn more about how to be your own loud podcast visit our website read our blog posts attend educational webinars and sign up for influence accelerator academy 